0: You are listening to the Confident Girl Podcast. This podcast is your go-to for learning ways to be more confident, fearless, and self-loving. I'm your host, Lisa Thompson, founder of Self-Love Beauty. And my vision is to create a world where everyone is empowered to love themselves and achieve anything that they desire. It's Lisa Thompson, founder of Self Love Beauty and the host of The Confident Girl. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so pumped for what we have um, happening today. As you know, we have a great lineup of women and men for 2019. Um, this podcast has been around for almost a year and a half and I just cannot say thank you enough to everybody that has continued to listen to us. If you are brand new, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so excited to share our stories, share the um stories of our guests. And also one thing that we love is we love hearing from you about how this podcast has changed your life. I love receiving those emails. Um so keep them coming, keep sharing your stories um and eventually I'll be sharing these online if you if people want to. It's kind of helped us get some guests on the on the air. So Today we're gonna to be talking about having confidence in yourself through the seasons of change. Yes, change, something that we all can relate to, something that eh, scares some of us, some of us love it. Um, And I personally think it's like this up and flow. Sometimes I'm ready for a change, sometimes I'm totally not ready at all, but I have to have the confidence in myself. So our guest today, I actually, um I was trying to think about this before the podcast, I have no idea how like we met really i'm trying to like remember so hopefully when she comes on she can remind me but um alexa has been a great part of my life um she is an outstanding person she is one of our ambassadors for self-love beauty um she was part of our mother's photo shoot which that which took place last year 2018 um i can't believe it's already almost been a year so that's super exciting so alexa can you introduce yourself with um to everybody listening in and tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. Hi guys. My name is Alexa Furman Sherman and uh I am the owner of Boudoir by Alexa. I'm a nationally published and award-winning boudoir photographer located right here um in Bay City, middle of the Mitten, Michigan here. Um I am a mom of one. My little girl is about to turn four. Um I'm a super driven person. I kind of, I tend to jump into everything that I do with both feet. I don't like to kind of half-ass anything. I guess you could say, um, like I do everything super intensely. I love really hard. I feel pain really hard. And overall, I'm a pretty emotional person, and I feel like that's um, that's a really huge part of myself. Um, and a part of myself that I really like to share with other women, and especially through the work that I do as a boudoir photographer. Um, I feel like I give so much of myself to my clients and even in a space just with other women as well. Um, So I'm really happy to be here today and I can't wait to chat with you.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So do you even remember how we met? Was it the mother's issue? I swear it was before that.
1: You know, it was before the Mother's Day shoot. But now that you ask me that, I can't even remember how
0: (laughs) I had to ask. ask. Um, Well, hopefully someday we figure it out. And maybe we'll remember after the recording or something. Um, But Alexa, thanks for talking to us about um, having confidence through the um, through all the changes of life and all the seasons that we have in um, in place. So I know that, you know, obviously there was one point in your life where you had to switch over to the career that you have right now, um, yep. and that was a season of change, and you had to have confidence in yourself to do that. So t- can you take us back to that moment, take us back to when you made that switch, and um, or if it's something that you always knew, and like kind of the changes that went through you?
1: Yeah, so I started photography, gosh, about five ish years ago now, and that's crazy to think that it's been that long. Um, but I started off like most photographers do. Um, I was doing babies and kids and maternity and seniors and all. Um, I got into weddings um, for a short time, loved it, but it wasn't really my passion. And um, I, a friend of mine, came to me and she was like. I want you to do a boudoir session for me. And I was like, you want me to do a a boudoir? Like I had no idea what boudoir was. And then I looked it up and I'm like, uh, you want me to take pictures of you like that? And she's like, yeah, it'll be great. And I'm like, okay. So the first time that I did it, it wasn't very good because obviously the first time you do anything, it's never really very good. Um, But I showed her the images, and she absolutely loved them. Um, And it was really fun in the aspect that she's a pretty self-conscious person. And just to see the way she lit up when I showed her these images of herself, uh, mind you, that I didn't think were very good, um, it really made me feel good that I could make her feel that good. So... um, I ended up doing another one for another friend and then I got another referral and then another referral. And, you know, for a while I was doing all the, you know, the weddings and the kids and the seniors and all that good stuff. And so I added boudoir to what I offered, but the longer I did it, I realized that I was so passionate about it. And um, I loved working with the women and seeing how, I changed their lives, essentially, um, just from the work that I did, and I think that is so powerful, and it got to a point where I loved boudoir so much, and I wanted to book more boudoir, but I couldn't because my schedule was also filled with all the seniors and the babies and the kids and all that good stuff, Um, so I knew that I wanted to do boudoir full-time and cut everything else off. Um, but with that, um, it does come a lot of change, and I, um, kind of brought it up to my husband and he was like you really want to like cut off all that extra income for your business and just focus on the one because at that time that would have been 75% of my business so that was really scary just to stop booking everything minus this one little genre of boudoir and you know I put it out into the world. Like, okay, you know, this is something I might want to do just specializing in boudoir. And of course you get so much backlash with that as far as, you know, if you only do that, you're never going to make any money and um, you're never going to grow because you're, you're going to be too specialized and too small of what you're going to be doing. And, um, so I, got up one morning and I remember, I think I had a senior session. And don't get me wrong, I loved doing photography and working with all of my clients, but I remember waking up that morning and being like, oh, I have to go to a senior session today. And that's what struck me really hard because I was like, I don't want to feel that way that because I loved photography so much, I didn't want to wake up and be like, oh, I have to go do this today when I wish it was a boudoir session. So I told my husband, I'm like, I'm completely rebranding. I'm stopped taking on other clients and I'm jumping headfirst into boudoir full time. And, So making that leap like lit a fire in myself um, and I kind of proved everybody wrong because three years later I've been specialized in boudoir for three years and my business it didn't really start to skyrocket until I made that specialization because I got really good at it really fast. People started seeing me as the expert in my field and now I book about six months out. Because I do specialize in it. But the changing from the one part of my business where I was um, doing all the things and then kind of cutting my focus down into the one genre being boudoir, it's scary because obviously, in the few months that it's going to take to build up that clientele specifically for boudoir, you're like, okay, where's my next paycheck coming from? Like, how am I going to feed my family? Um, But At the end of the day, it's just a leap of faith that um, you know you're doing um, what you love for a reason and that everything else will just kind of fall into place.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So it sounds like that change, you really just had confidence in yourself the whole time. Like you really didn't need, um, you didn't lack it there. So maybe take me back to a moment in your life where you actually had issues with confidence And how you had to gain that back, Um, you know. Maybe it was when you had your daughter, or take us back to a moment of that, because I think that that's what we really need for um, our audience to understand is the lack of. We've always had it. Like we've always had those moments where we didn't have confidence in ourselves, and so we need to hear like how how can we continue to have that confidence through those seasons? Because I can tell you right now, um, I don't have. I did not have the confidence that you had when it came to switching over um when i grew self love beauty over the years i will share that i did not have the confidence in myself i struggled with that because it it wasn't that um i didn't think that i would make it it was more of the fact that like well change is scary and i was scared that maybe maybe i maybe this wasn't what i was supposed to do or maybe it was what i was supposed to do and that's um that's how i looked at it was it, every Every season that I've gone through, I've had to find that inner strength within myself to find that self-confidence because even Mm -hmm. though I've always, you know, had confidence in certain areas, you have the bullies, you have the shame, you have the people that are going to tell you that you can't do it, and that actually has brought down my confidence. I remember when someone told me once, um, hey, like, I don't know what you're doing with, uh, self-love beauty, but is it even a moneymaker? Does it even do anything for you? And I just remember sitting there and not knowing how to respond. And it wasn't because I didn't believe in it, but it was because I didn't know how to respond to something. And that was the moment when I realized I didn't have enough confidence in myself to stand up for something that I truly believed in. And so I worked for probably the next two weeks on how I would respond to someone that would say that to me because, and that actually helped me grow in my confidence. And that was a changing season for me. So have you had anything like that in particular that you've had to focus on?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, um, it's actually fairly recent too. So, um, like I'm not super open about this yet just because I'm still going through it, but, um, I ended up filing for divorce in November. Um, my husband and I, um, are going through that right now and we've been together for gosh, six years now. And, um that is a really hard blow to my confidence and um obviously with a divorce comes a lot of change and it's change from being a single mom it's changed to you know living on my own and supporting myself and um So that's one thing I'm kind of going through right now is trying to make sure that I have confidence to, you know, be able to be a single mom and to survive by myself. And that that's really hard. Um, But I find that when you have a really great support system, I'm a huge believer huge believer in finding your tribe and loving them hard. Um, because when you surround yourself with, um, amazing people that'll do nothing but support you, um, that makes that time of change, um, it makes it easier, um, because you know that, um, you'll be taken care of at the end of the day. Um, so, um, and another thing with change is that, um, you have to take baby steps, like change isn't going to happen overnight. Um, and you really have to be patient, but you also have to be proactive. So, um, kind of with my divorce situation, we're on good terms for the most part. Um, I'm still living in our house until obviously the school year is over because, um, our daughter is in school. Um, so between the November when I filed for divorce and it won't be final until this coming May, um, we are still living together, still parenting together, all that good stuff. Um, so while I'm being patient for like everything to actually happen, um, I'm trying to be proactive for when things do move a little bit more quickly as far as me moving out and supporting myself and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, the confidence thing is hard. Um, as far as, you know, I've been with the same person for the past six years so like thinking about going back and dating and you know living your life without um this partner that I had for six years um it's just it's really scary
0: absolutely and I think you made a really good point when you said um you have to be patient but you have to be proactive and as you were saying that I'm like well what does that mean and you gave that great great example of this is like things sometimes aren't going to it is going to evolve. So you have to be super, super okay with, okay, I know that my end day is this, this date, but in the meantime, I have to do all of these things to help me. So I don't lose my confidence in myself. I don't lose when that date comes, and that change is going to come. And you know, whether it's divorce, whether it's, um, you know, a career move change or even to like I think sometimes when we talk about even weight loss, um, you know, we mm-hmm. have goals, um, say I'm going to be very exaggerated here, but say I want to lose 50 pounds next week, like that in itself is already going to be a big change. First, you're changing your complete body, but you're going to be a different person then too. Mm-hmm. So, like having that confidence in yourself um, and believing in yourself is just so important. So first off, I commend you for continuing to try to grow that confidence in yourself and. When you said that tribe piece, that really spoke to me because um, change is really hard to do on your own.
1: Mm -hmm. And we,
0: (laughs) I feel like sometimes we as women who are strong and independent, we're like, we got this. We'll figure it out. And inside, we're a dying mess and we don't want anybody to know. (laughs) But it's so funny when I, when we relate to each other so much more and when we share with each other is what I'm going through. It's like it opens these floodgates of like 17 other people saying me too. Like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going through. Like, this is how I'm handling it. Let's do this. Or distractions. Like, distractions are great when they're fun ways to do it with your friends. Or just, you know, getting out there. So, like, kind of take, like, what have you been doing with your tribe to really, like, help you with your confidence?
1: Oh my gosh. My tribe is the absolute best. And I know, you know, one of them, um, Caitlin, the traveling artist, um, she's the hair and makeup artist for all of my clients. And I absolutely adore her. Um, and there's a couple other friends. I'm going to shout out to Ashley and Angela here. Um, just because those two girls have been, um, absolutely instrumental in getting me through, you know, the suck is what I call it. Um, and I know that, um, we can't do the hard things alone, and one thing that I really struggle with is letting other people help me, um, just because I am that strong and independent woman, and I'm like, I'll figure it out, but there comes to a point when you do have to ask for help, and um, whether that be professionally or just, you know, your girlfriends or other strong people in your life, um, I obviously am about three hours away from my family because I grew up in Muskegon. Um, so my family isn't, um, I'm really close to my family, but proximity wise, they're not. So I really lean on the support of my girlfriends, um, to be able to lift me up and kind of pick me up when I'm having a bad day. Um, and so yeah, finding your tribe is going to be insanely important. In any
0: yeah, like in any change of our lives, and it's so funny. Like if you would have asked me um, t- ten years ago if this would be my life right now, um, I probably would have laughed at you and been like, "No, I'm gonna live in like I always dreamed of living in Colorado, being a broadcaster. Like those were my dreams ten years ago, and it's crazy to think that like in ten years your life could change so much. I thought. I'll be honest, I'm twenty eight years old. <laughs> I thought I would be married, I'd have kids, I'd have a home with someone, like, um, I would, you know, be a great athlete, like all of these amazing things. And don't get me wrong, like I have an extremely great life, but I've had to build it as you have through the trials and tribulations, and I've had to gain that confidence in myself. Um, I think it was back in two thousand um oh geez. 2014 when I was at like a crap hole of confidence and I like think about that a lot because I think sometimes I still go through changes in my life and I remind myself like Lisa you got through that you Mm -hmm. got through that by your friends by your family and by that inner strength that I didn't think I'd have and it's made me who I am today and it's made me the life that I have now And I think back to when I was eighteen. When people ask you, "Oh, what are you going to college for? What do you want to be when you grow up?" and you have all of these dreams and stuff. And I don't think dreams change. I think seasons have changed me. Yeah, and it's made me a stronger person. Um, and I say stronger because no matter how low my confidence has been with things, um, I think that I'm just a stronger person because I've gone through those things. And I. Um, I think people look at social media so many times where we're like, oh my gosh, that person's never been through anything. They have all the confidence in the world. And my, uh, my faith has always taught me that sometimes God gives some of us more challenges than others and more changes than because he knows we can handle it. And that's what you have to remind yourself, like, man. My confidence is low, but man, there's something on that mountain that I'm going to get to the top and I'm going to look out and be so happy that I went through all of those challenges to get that peak of something. And so um, I think people have to think about it in that way too, that every season is going to bring you confidence issues. And and I don't know if you feel this way, but this is kind of how I look at it too. Like confidence comes in many different seasons as well. So sometimes it's that self-doubt. Sometimes it's a skilled out, like it's a different thing. So I think when people hear confidence, they think um, it's all about like a certain type of confidence. Like it's either body, it's either this or that. It's It's actually all of it. And I don't know about you, but every change that I've had has come with a different type of learning of a confidence.
1: Yeah, definitely. definitely. You know, and I think the big takeaway from this as well is you need to use change in your life, whether it be personally or professionally or um, change in any aspect of your life. You got to use it as an excuse to grow because there's a reason that change is happening. Um, and if you don't learn from it and grow from it, um, then you're probably not going to end up in a very good place too. Um, like going through this divorce right now. I'm using this, you know, as sad as it is you know going through it you know I'm taking the time to um figure out who I am and you know make myself a better person and to just really focusing on you know myself and my future so um I'm not gonna lie the last few months I've been a workaholic like throwing everything I've gotten to my business to grow that just because it is so much a part of who I am um to kind of set set myself up for what's what's to come come too. So So I'm, you know, know, growing growing myself because because I'm not going to use that change in my life to, to debilitate debilitate me. Um, Um, I'm I'm using it to push myself myself forward.
0: I love hearing that. And I think that's so important. And, um, and you can, I think that you just gave out an example that we don't really talk about too much on the podcast, and more importantly, it's just because we just haven't had someone with that perspective. So your perspective is super important because there are so many people that are going through that right now, that are you know hitting a divorce or having marriage marriage problems too. When it's like figuring out how to face those moments, how to face it with a child in the picture, and how to you know, you're raising a young girl. We we were talking before we started recording this about how she's, what, four going on 13. She's independent. And, you know, you have this other life that you have to still continue to showcase. Mommy's going to kick some butt. Like, she's going to rock her career. She's going to have the confidence and show her all of those things even in the moments of seasons of change. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly.
0: exactly. So... Thank you so much for joining us. And if you can, like, share one last thing with our audience about having confidence in yourself through change, what would it be?
1: Oh, my gosh. I want to say, say, you know, the best best things in life come come out of change. Um, But ultimately change is really hard and you have to take baby steps. Um, you used a good example earlier as far as like changing like your weight or your body. And you're not just going to wake up one day. Your life is going to be totally different. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. So you're not going to walk to your pantry, throw away all of the food you have, go to the store and only buy the healthy stuff. Change. Um, change is a slow process for the most part um and like i said earlier you have to be patient but you have to be proactive so the next time you go to the grocery store maybe put back the potato chips and grab you know some carrots it's by making little changes in your life that'll add up um later to, to have, have the biggest, the biggest outcomes. outcomes. It's, it's not, not going to really be healthy, healthy for you to just, just throw, throw everything away and then, and then start, start again. again. Um, but, but you, you also, also have to appreciate to the, journey the journey as well, as well um, because, because that, that makes, makes you who you are.
0: I love that because we are all about the self-love journey up in here. So uh, so <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and everybody listening in. Thank you for listening for being a part of the podcast and I know for a fact that you're taking away some key points. I know I did and I really sometimes need to just trust the process and really embrace those moments of even when I'm lacking confidence. So continue to be the best self you can be. Continue to follow us and know that we're always here as an avenue for storytelling, for programming, for anything that you need. We want to help you on your journey to self-love. So have a great day. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for tuning in today. For more resources on confidence and self-love, visit my website at selflovebeauty.com. If you have a story or you are inspired by one of these podcasts, email me at info at I always love hearing from you and being able to inspire even more people. Again, remember to continue to be the best confident person you can be. Thank you.